0: From the PSIA AASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and what a great guest we have today. Uh, Leslie DeRosier is going to join us to talk about ACL Strong. And Leslie, you have a lot of initials after your name. I'd love for you to get into those. (laughs)
1: Okay, thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, Yeah, the initials all stand for um, physical therapist. That's my license. And I'm a doctor of physical therapy and a board certified orthopedic specialist and a certified strength and conditioning specialist.
0: That's now, what all those letters mean. What was it that brought you to PSI high
1: You know what I have worked in orthopedics and sports injuries for about 10 to 15 years. And so I've seen a lot of injuries, um, worked with a lot of athletes, um, I've seen a lot of ACL injuries in particular. And along the way I became really fascinated by ACL injury prevention. And I just thought, gosh, this is so, it's so well proven that this works yet people aren't aware of it and athletes don't know, you know, what they can do. And, and coaches don't know really how to incorporate it. So, um, so I started developing this ACL injury prevention program and, really you know i found that skiers and snowboarders are so cool because they're so passionate about their sport and they really want to do whatever they need to do to to do that sport for life you know um so i think that's kind of what led me to this group and then um you know i think there's an interest there um so it really wasn't anything to be forced it was just like You know, you guys want this information, and I have it, and I would love to share it. And so here we are, kind of collaborating.
0: I've got to say, good physical therapy has changed my life. I'm a better athlete in my 50s uh, after having some physical therapy that treated some injuries that I Mm -hmm. had in my 20s. So instead of Mm -hmm. feeling the aging process, I've actually... Feel like I've been rejuvenated. And I love that you're talking about prevention with physical therapy because I mean you really are showing us things that if we incorporate those into our lives, we can make some real physical changes.
1: Right. Exactly. It's so interesting. You know, this we've been doing these strategies with patients on the rehab side and to get them back to sport, and then somewhere along the way, you know the experts said, okay, what if we try this before someone gets injured? And sure enough, it's really effective. Um, So, so yeah, now we, you know, injury prevention is kind of taking off and we're bringing a lot of awareness to this and, and how, um, you know, the exercises can be simple. It doesn't have to be overly complicated, but you have to do it, you know, and you have to kind of do it, do it right.
0: Now, what are some things we can do to work on injury prevention during the off-season, and then I'd also like to hear what you say about things we can do during the season.
1: Right, so the off-season for skiing and snowboarding is actually, it's great, because you have this built-in, like a natural break from your sport, so rather than doing it year-round, you get this break to free body to rest, to recover, um, so it can move differently, and that alone is, is actually a nice, it's a nice opportunity to work on, oh, normalizing muscle balance issues, or um, if there's been, you know, if there's areas of tightness or areas where you've been compensating during the off season is a great time to kind of address those issues and get back to square one and get ready for the next season. But um, during that off season, I really encourage working on um, a total body strengthening program, um, flexibility and cardiovascular Um, endurance, because those are things that you really need for that sport. So during the off-season is a great time to really build and improve in those areas. And then um, as the season approaches, uh, maybe a couple months out or four to six weeks out, is where you want to make sure you start transitioning to some more sports-specific exercises, um, incorporate some injury prevention strategies. And this is the timeframe where that can be really effective to help you through the season to reduce the chance of injury. So, uh, you know, just talk about a neuromuscular training program or an injury prevention program. There's some key components in that type of training that I think um, snow sport athletes should really make sure to address because it can be so effective. Um, So in that, you wanna work on strengthening. So strengthening across the hips, um, the core muscles, and really create a, a strong foundation with sport specific strengthening. So not just on machines anymore. So now you want to make sure you're you know, upright or in positions that resemble what you do on the snow, if that makes sense. And particularly the hips and core are going to help protect your knees. So that's an area that I really like to, to get across, um, but that's what you want to address. And then, incorporating um, balance and stability exercises. This is a great time to really introduce that. So you work on body control, um, teach your body how to react to maybe an unstable surface or a dynamic environment. And this can help to um, really protect your knees. And so we do a lot of, you you might've done this, you know, in physical therapy, but we do a lot of balance, stability work, um, teaching neutral alignment and how to maintain neutral alignment. So, you know, things like maybe a uh, single leg balance on an unstable surface or standing on one foot and maybe reaching towards the floor, something like that. And really trying to control your knee position, control the leg um, by introducing these movements and these balance exercises. It really helps to, again, protect the whole limb. So joints, you know, hips, knees, ankles, lower back even. Um, and of course, we work on movement retraining. So this is um, teaching your body how to move properly or have good uh, movement patterns and landing mechanics. I really like to teach, you know, when I work with my snow sport athletes, teach good landing mechanics. Um, if you can practice and train these good patterns, then in the re- in the real world or when you're on the snow, when you get into that position, your body is more likely to maintain the right alignment or protect your knees and not go into this uh, position of risk is is what we call it often. Um, so if you can train your body to avoid the position of risk, then you can you're more likely to protect it in in real in the real world. Um, so what I mean by that position of risk is just a lot of research that associates uh, um, an inward movement of the knee. We call that a valgus position, and you know the more time you're you're in this uncontrolled valgus position you're just more at risk for an ACL tear or an MCL injury. So during this preseason training, you can really work on avoiding that position. Then you're going to be much safer when you go into your season.
0: I love that we're having this discussion because I've actually introduced a lot of physical therapy into my teaching. Uh, And if I've got all day privates, we do some exercises that I learned from my physical therapist what type of physical therapist should someone go to or does there happen to be a snow course that you've designed
1: you know yeah so i did actually a lot of people came to me and they said why can't you know why don't we learn this stuff before we get injured and i thought okay absolutely so they really encouraged me to put this all together into a course so that's what we did and um there is a snow course so so it does incorporate those um those pillars, if you will, um, strengthening, balance, landing mechanics, and agility exercises. And it's really designed to take you from the basics and progress over a four-week, four- or six-week period to develop better strength, better body control, um, better landing mechanics, and safer positions and really build the awareness. Um, That can be so valuable and just kind of understanding how to prevent or how to protect your knees and why we're doing these types of exercises. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so we put together the snow course and it's all online, which is really cool. So anyone can access it and, um, go through the training. So again, it starts off, you know, with the basics and really, if you can't, you know, teaches you how to move properly and then builds, you know, a little bit more challenging, a little bit more challenging each week and uh, prepares you for the season. So that's actually a great time to do it is right in that time frame, just, you know, going into the season or early in the season. So you get the most benefit out of it, really.
0: Where can we find this online?
1: So we have collaborated with PSIA and um, it is on their website now in the e-learning courses. Um, so members can go there, take the course and um, get fit for, get ready for ski season as far as the injury prevention exercises go
0: and not only do they get physical benefits they also get continuing education credits i believe correct
1: right right so um you know psia has been so supportive of this and really um, so dedicated to introducing safety introducing safety and teaching their members you know how to protect themselves so so basically they can stay on the mountain you know as long as they want to or ski for life essentially um, so, yeah, so ConEd uh, Continuing Education units are being offered for this
0: course. Now, is this something you should just work into a year-round exercise program? Is it more effective uh, a few weeks out from the season?
1: So the best time to do it is about four to six weeks before the season. Um, and so that's where you really build up the program. So the course is, is made in a progressive way so that it really brings you up to a level of um, body control and fitness where then the idea is to maintain. So the so research shows how valuable this six-week program can be, but then the really the best thing to do is to maintain it a couple of times a week, um, spend about 15 to 20 minutes, maybe two or three times a week doing some injury prevention exercises. So again, this can be you a know, combination of the strength, balance, um, landing mechanics, agility exercises, things like that. So uh, maintaining through the through the season is really the best way to lower your risk of, uh, of a major knee injury.
0: Now, balance and flexibility. I haven't heard you say anything mm-hmm. about weights. These are exercises we don't need to join a gym for. We could do these at home.
1: I mean, these, once it gets into more, um, sports specific, um, exercises and these injury prevention ones, you don't necessarily have to do these in a gym. So in the course, for example, I've, I've come up with exercises that don't require a lot of equipment and they put you more in an upright position. Um, not all, you know, there's, there's some variation, but, um, the point is it doesn't take a whole lot of equipment. So for a general strengthening program, I mean, you can certainly join a gym and use the equipment or take classes. I mean, I think that's that's fantastic um, for total body strengthening. But as far as these neuromuscular training exercises go, correct, you don't need a lot of equipment. I do like to use a couple pieces of equipment. So I incorporate the BOSU balance trainer for an unstable surface, and I use some resistance bands. Um, but really, I try to... You know, if I want people to do, be able to do this, follow it online um, and do it at home, I don't, you know, I've created it. So you don't need a lot of space and you really don't need a lot of extra equipment.
0: Now, Leslie, is this a program someone could do during the season if they don't go through the four week course before the season?
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's it's really never too late to start it and start incorporating it. Um, of course, if it's done preseason, you know, then you're you're a little bit more protected throughout the entire season, but gosh, it is really never too late to start incorporating this and really learning a proper warm-up and how to stretch and how to how to incorporate these neuromuscular exercises throughout the season. So yeah, I think it's it's um certainly okay to do it mid-season.
0: Do you recommend someone see a physical therapist before they start the program?
1: Not necessarily. Um you know, a healthy individual going into this it will be just fine um, going through the course. If there's an issue or there's there's something um, where there's maybe a reason to see a physical therapist or get cleared for it, then absolutely, it's probably a good idea to be cleared for it. If there's um, a history of injury or, or knee pain or a lower back issue, then um, since we do incorporate some agility exercises and um, some higher level exercises, then it wouldn't be a bad idea to get cleared, but in general, um, you don't have to see anybody before going into it.
0: Well, Leslie DeRosier, I sure appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Thank you very much. From the PSA AASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.